Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. Pony, welcome to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana, aka Mod. And I'm David, aka Macintosh. It's season five, episode 12, Amending Fences. When Twilight realizes what a bad friend she was before moving to Ponyville, she goes with Spike to Canterlot to make amends to her former friends. It's our Twilight episode for the season. The Twilight episode? I mean, it's a pretty big one for her for this season. That's fair. It's not the only one, but it's like, you know, we're at the midpoint kind of. But more important than it being a Twilight episode, we have a guest this episode. Say what? We have a guest. It's Thomas from Critstorm. Hello, hello. How's it going? How are you today? I am doing great. I am ready to talk about some ponies. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here to talk ponies. This is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? It's just very niche. Uh, it's very, very niche. <laughs> Uh, the ponies are great. So what is your history with My Little Pony? I grew up in the 80s, so I've always known about the ponies. And when they had the resurgence, I watched a few episodes. Didn't have a huge reason to get into it, but I knew it was pretty popular. I knew it had some great messages. So when my daughter got old enough to start watching, we started watching together. So we, we've watched maybe the first two seasons total so far. She kind of mixes it in with other shows, but it's enjoyable and it's got a great message for her. So I mm -hmm. love watching it. And how old is she? She's five. Oh, it's a fun age. Yes. It, it, it really is. Does she have a favorite pony? I'm not positive if she has a favorite. I know she pretty easily recognizes all of them, but she did mention Fluttershy the other day. So I would probably have to go with Fluttershy. Yeah. When we first started the show, I was like, Fluttershy's boring and I don't care about her. And now she's my favorite. <laughs> because Fluttershy secretly throws shade. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, she's just low-key being like, I hate all of you. I'm better than all of you. I love the adult aspects to the show that I can watch it so easily and see stuff she doesn't see. And oh, yeah. <laughs> and and this season in particular, it just exploded. Like, we just got that many more layers with each episode, and I love it. So, before you came on, you filled out a little form, and you requested a Twilight episode. Can you tell us why? I think I just really enjoy Twilight's journey through this whole thing from, from the beginning, how it's mm -hmm. it's kind of her, her show and her growth, and that doesn't exclude the other ponies, but I've always enjoyed keeping up with what she's doing, and... Seeing this episode, I was like, wow, talk about a journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get a direct callback to the very first episode right. of this series. And it's it's really great. And we also see a side of Twilight that is not fabulous. Right. She's flawed. <laughs> yeah, which I love. I love a flawed lead character. Like, she's amazing. She's an alicorn. She's super accomplished. But she is not without her faults and not without lessons to be learned. All right. So is there any outstanding questions you have about this episode before we start going through it? None, really. I think we'll probably hit most of it during the episode. She she fails pretty badly at being a friend. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's a swift dive. All right. So we start this episode with Twilight relaxing. She's doing her favorite thing, which is reading. 
And Spike comes in and he's got an apron, he's got gloves on, he's got a head wrap, and he is complaining. You know the worst thing about you being the princess of friendship? The dishes. Thanks for taking care of that, Spike. After three events in one week, I really needed to relax with a good book. She did have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, in these last couple episodes, she's just like, she's meeting dignitaries, she's solving problems. Like, she's, she's, she's really princessing pretty hard. It's kind of funny, isn't it? All these ponies coming to you for advice about friendship? What's funny about that? You know, because you used to be famous for being such a bad friend. I love how flabbergasted she is. She has no mirror. Like, she can't see herself at all. Just, what are you talking about? I had good friends in Canterlot. Come on, Twilight. Look at the wall. Just see any photos from before we moved to Ponyville? And look at you now, the princess of friendship. And so we, we do take a look at her wall of photos, and it is only the main six. Those are the only people in these pictures, plus Celestia. It's almost like there was no life for for her before we met the main six. She burst into being. Right. Almost like a show started right then. It's just, it's so interesting to go this way. This is a disaster. All my old friends, I can't remember any of their names right now, but you really think that they think that I'm a bad friend? (laughs) Like, okay. That line. You just answered your own question. (laughs) You can't remember their names. But also, do you think that they think that I'm a bad friend? Not am I a bad friend? Oh, yeah. She is so self-centered most of this episode. (laughs) It is amazing. (sighs) Amazing. Because that's typically a rarity trait. Okay. Now, be fair. Rarity's not even in this episode. It's great. <laughs> I think I think it's more interesting. It's the glaring problem that Twilight has never seen is that she's been so focused on checking the boxes of friendship mm-hmm. with her friends. And a lot of time that works out. She learns the lessons with them and she's learned a lot about friendship. But we've never contemplated the fact of You didn't know anything about this before you got here. And what about how she's treating Spike? Oh, he's he's her servant. He's (laughs) her servant friend. It's very bizarre. We we've discussed it a few times that we're like, there seems to be some classism going on with the dragons. Dragonism. Dragonism. It's not great. No. No. It's not it's not great. So Twilight continues to freak out. I gotta make this up to them. Pack a bag, Spike. We're going to Canterlot. And make a list of my friend's names. And she runs off. Aw, yeah, my big mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Spike, it is your big mouth. This is all your fault. Oh, this is all Spike's fault. If he said nothing, we wouldn't have an episode. Right, she wouldn't have even been thinking about this. Yeah, so Spike, like, just don't talk out loud with your musings about what's happening in the pony world and you will save yourself a lot of trouble. Yeah, he never learns that lesson. (laughs) My little pony, my little pony. Do, 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 do. And we are flying into Canterlot. And of course, we have to start at the beginning and we go back to Twilight's old house. And it is a hot mess. I guess I do have a question. How long has it been since she's been here? (sighs) Is it like a a season, not a year, but like a, a season per episode almost like winter, spring, fall, summer? It's been almost two years. Because we've gone back to almost a winter wrap-up. So it's been almost two years, I would say, since the very first episode. Like, in human years. Yeah. We're out of winter. It's got to be spring now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we've we've cycled at least twice at this point. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Look at all the dust on her books. Her books. <laughs> her most favorite thing in the world. And she let them be covered in dust. Well, they're not really her books anymore. Well, it is still her house, which also doesn't make sense. You moved away, but you kept your house. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, she's really diversifying her, her real estate options. She does have to go to Canterlot a lot, so it makes sense that she would have a place there. But why hasn't she been there since? Right. She's been back a few, quite a few times, as admitted by her friends that she sees in this episode. Does she not go home when she's there? Y'all are missing the point. This is student housing. She was <laughs> but, a student But if of it's the student princess. housing, she's left. I think the books are just there. That's just where they happen to leave her. But then they've abandoned it. (laughs) It's exactly how we left it. Look, it's predictions and prophecies. And it's still open to the elements of harmony. Here's that present I was going to give Moon Dancer. And it's a bear with the stuffing full on coming out of it. Huh. Guess she won't be needing that. Hey, look, the rest of it's still here. How could I have let this happen? She goes over to the window and she's just like, she's feeling down on herself. I love how they really dig into the fact that this is going back to the very first episode when she was torn away. And they're like showing so strongly that, you know, we're back at the beginning and we haven't been back here at all. Mm hmm. Well, yeah. it's weird because we have been back to Canterlot. Mm-hmm. Right. But we haven't been here. We haven't revisited the beginning of her journey. This yeah. is maybe the most epic callback of any yes. series I've ever seen. And also very introspective. Right. Like you've you've been through a lot and she's changed and she's great, but that doesn't mean she was always great. True. <laughs> Come on, Twilight. Princess Celestia gave you an assignment. No pony could blame you for that. But look at the way I left this place. It's a total mess. Just like how I left my friendships. I've got to make it up to, uh... Oh, uh, Minuet, Twinkle Shine, Lemon Hearts, Lyra Heartstrings, and Moon Dancer. Yeah, them. Which are also all previous rando ponies of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes my rando brain super happy. (laughs) We cut to what's next in the morning. Spike is sleeping on top of a stack of books. He's even got a book on top of his head. I mean, he's used to this by now. Spike, come on. We have work to do. Have you been awake all night? I did a little research, and I think I know where we can find Minuet. That is one of my friends, right? So she doesn't even know at this point. (laughs) And he just told her that, so she wasn't even paying attention to what he was saying. So, like, for someone so studious, she can't remember the list of names? She's good at book learning, not name remembering. Apparently. That is not a good trait for a pony of friendship. And if she's so studious, she should have been taking notes. Come on. (laughs) Well, let's talk about these friend ponies, because they're not nearly as memorable as the main six. No. So they're walking into town, and they go up to a door, and they start knocking on the door. Uh, It's not too late to forget I opened my big mouth. No, Spike. I'm glad you opened your big mouth. These ponies have probably been suffering ever since I left. I found a really neat little thing right here. There's a rando pony that you hadn't mentioned as one of your rando ponies. And it's this this pony with the scroll on his, his cutie mark. Mm-hmm. That is written script. Written script. I could not find a name for him. Everywhere I said, it said he was unnamed. Oh, I believe it's written script. He's gray with purple hair. Yeah. I When it looked like I looked at season five, episode 12, it said unnamed unicorn with scroll. <laughs> Yeah. Have you been going through the wiki? A little bit. Oh my god, that thing is the most magical thing in the world. So 
depending on how it's tagged, you can go through the list of ponies and the unicorn and you can search it that way. And then you can also search it through if you go through the gallery and go through every single picture and go to the extra information. Sometimes they'll be tagged that way. Tried to do my research and I failed. That is amazing, though. You did fabulous. <laughs> no, that you're the first guest we've ever had who tried to do research on a rando pony. That is amazing. You get gold stars. So you must not understand the world of minute-by-minute podcasting. <laughs> That's kind of our shtick is to find the most random small stuff and try to look it up. I love that. You were my kindred spirit in this. <laughs> because my brain goes to mush when I'm trying to do these things. And we've actually started to come up against some episodes where I don't have an option for a rando pony. Oh. <laughs> because there's literally, I've used every single one possible. Yeah. Really filling out the world. I am trying. I am trying. Dang it. <laughs> these ponies have probably been suffering ever since I left Wondering why their supposed friend would treat them so badly. Oh, my God. Wow. She thinks very highly of herself. Right. She She's one of those people, in, or they portray her in this episode, is one of those people that says they're worried about other people's feelings, but what they're actually worried about is their own guilt. It's, okay, I did a bad thing, but how do you feel about it? Because if you're fine with it, then it's fine. Right. But, like, she also thinks, okay, so she's confronting the fact that she's a bad friend. For not keeping up with them, but she's not thinking about, were you a good friend before you left? Right. So the door opens. Minuet? Twilight Sparkle? You old so-and-so. What are you doing here? Oh, hey, Spike. Look at the wings, huh? Hey, grab a picture of me and the princess, will ya? I tried to tell my co-workers we used to be friends back when. <laughs> they never believed me. And so she gives Spike a camera. And so like then she like... Tries wait, 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 to get wait, 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 really fluff them up, huh? Yeah, she wants the the wings big because she didn't always have those. And then sticks her face in. Ding. And then she was like, "Hey, let's go find some of our other friends. Let's go find Lemon Hearts and Twinkle Shine." And Twilight's just like, "Of course, my old friends. It'll be great. Come on, let's fly." And she jumps, but she's a, a unicorn. unicorn, so she she can't fly. Get it? <laughs> This is perfect. I can apologize to all three of them at once. Let's hope they're not as traumatized as Minuet. So we go to the cafe that is the donut place. This is Joey Bag of Donuts. Oh, Donut Joe. Donut Joe. Love him. We call him Joey Bag of Donuts because that is a call to a Mike Birbiglia bit. He's one of our favorite comedians. Nice. We can't help ourselves. <laughs> and it, it's just too perfect. But also Donut Joe's just an excellent excellent character he is a perfect character we actually see spike chatting him up in the background which which i love calls back to the fact that they have been friends this entire time yep. uh-huh they're all sitting and they're eating they're enjoying their donuts she did twinkle shine literally spit out her oats when she heard you were the princess of friendship we saw you at the coronation that was so shindig you did sure we see you time you remember our old friend lyra right <laughs> she lives in ponyville too we're always over there visiting her or she's coming over here <laughs> we, we've thought about asking you to join us from time to time but we just sort of figured you'd moved on this is horrible this is so bad okay <laughs> one lyra is in almost every freaking episode as a background pony with sweetie drops yeah yeah there's this is they're like really digging into the fact that she has no view outside of the other six ponies. 
Or the six bunnies. It's so great. But I do like this part. They figured that she moved on and that hurts her feelings. Because I do understand that when people get a certain view of like, oh, they're just so busy. I'm not going to ask them they're so busy. Well, you don't know. They might be willing to make time for that or they may not be busy as they seem. So it's kind of one of those like this is one of those kind of middle grounds where I'm like, okay, Twilight can be sad about not being talked about, but you're also still a bad friend. Yeah. There is some introspection on her part. Mm -hmm. In the middle of her self-centeredness, she's also looking at this and somebody's telling her, this is how you seemed. You Mm -hmm. seemed like you were so busy now Mm -hmm. and this big deal. And she's going, well, that's not ever what I wanted to be. Yeah. And she's being confronted with the fact that none of these ponies seem real broken up that she went away. Mm -hmm. And so there's a little bit of, oh, oh, that's why I was a bad friend. Yeah, when they when they dropped the line on her about because that's how you always were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on. So they ask her, so what are you doing here? And she's like, Well, I came to apologize. For what? Before I left Canterlot, I didn't really appreciate my friends, and that's because I didn't know how important friendship was. But I've learned so much since I moved to Ponyville. I learned what it means to be a good friend and that I certainly wasn't one to the three of you. So for all the pain I caused you, I'm truly sorry. Beat. Beat. (laughs) (laughs) And they all laugh at her. They all give her that look like, really, Pitch? What? (laughs) Like, you think we cared? (laughs) Uh, Oh, come on, Twilight. Sure, it might have stung a little bit when you ran off to Ponyville without saying goodbye, but it's not like we weren't used to that from you. Yeah, we didn't take it personally. Whoa. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, like, that makes it really clear that, uh, and and I do appreciate that, that they're not like, oh, well, that's that's so nice of you, but it wasn't a big deal. So let's not worry about it. They don't mean it badly. No. But Twilight clearly hears the message. Yeah, Yeah. The other thing is, even though she's apologizing now, she still doesn't realize the depth of what she's done like she was always a bad friend she's still thinking like oh before i left it was fine it's just the fact that i left and didn't say goodbye until they dropped this line <laughs> and then i love this part so we think okay it's going to be about these ponies and we realize oh twilight did set off this chain reaction that she is not wholly responsible for ultimately but that she did have a part in so i love like the kind of switch we go to here They decide they're going to go to their old stomping grounds. They're going to go to the science lab where they have great memories. Remember when Lemonheart's got her head stuck in that beaker? We have a flashback to a bunch of little fillies. And we see the one with their head in the beaker running by. (laughs) And then we see this tiny little twilight next to this tiny little moon dancers who we come to find out who she is. And they're studying. But according to this book, you're supposed to add the sodium chloride first. Well, I read ahead, and to make a proper salt lick, you need to add the molasses first. Well, I read ahead too, Moon Dancer, and I'm sure it said sodium chloride first. Oh, I've got the wrong book. That's so hilarious. (laughs) They're such dorks. They're such dorks. I love it. I love a little dorky kid. It's the best. The little kid voices are pretty awesome, too. Oh, it's just so precious. Do they use the same voice actors for the child voices as they do for the adult voices? I believe they do for Twilight Sparkle. I believe that's Tara Strong. Okay. I have not checked that. Now Now I have to go do that homework. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> but I would believe that Tara Strong could do that voice. Yeah. Because she does 
I mean, everything. This is, this is bubbles we're talking about. Yeah. But again, you you get this image of her not being active in the friendship with the other three. She just was kind of sidelining it the whole time. Kind of like, oh, you're the people that I eat lunch with every day in school, so you're my friends. That's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Twilight, you know, is like, oh, whatever happened to Moondancer? Moondancer? Yeah, you know her other friend? All right, Moondancer, I remember her. I wonder what she's up to. Yeah, I always liked her. We just sort of lost touch after you left. I think she went to live out by the stadium, didn't she? Well, let's go see. So they go off to a home that is disheveled. It's not great. But slightly neglected. And, you know, of course, the door has a moon on it because you can't not. <laughs> they saw an opportunity and they took it. Everything must be labeled appropriately. I appreciate that. <laughs> Twilight knocks on the door with her hoof mm-hmm. and then breaks the door. There's a hole now in the door <laughs> in addition to the moon hole. Moon dancer? What do you want? I'm trying to study. It's us, your old friends. Ugh. Oof. I really feel that emotion. <laughs> okay. What is it with people on television, both kids shows and otherwise, where people just show up at someone's house? Yeah. There's no phone call before or a text message. They just show up. Well, I think the call ahead is assumed. No, it needs to be shown because that is the most anxiety inducing thing that could ever happen. Well, in this case, we get the exact response. This is why you make a phone call. Or a text message in today's modern so era. Don't get a door shoved in your face. There you go. So you can hide and not answer exactly. the door when they show up. These are called manners, people. Every pony goes wide-eyed and Minuet decides to speak up. That's old Boon Dancer, all right. She always did like her books. Hey, kind of like you used to be, huh? <laughs> exactly how I used to be. This is, I think, when she's finally starting just to barely realize what, what was going on. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I own, like, this is what I would be like if I had never gone to Ponyville. Yes. Yeah. So we see Twilight and Minuet and Spike are now spying on Moondancer. And we've come to find out that they have been doing this for three days. Library house, library house. That's it. I love all the mundane stuff that they use their horn magic for in this episode. I know. Like, it gets quite excessive. They have glasses on. They have their newspapers. Like, the the worst possible disguises. And they're just, they're stalking her. And so, yeah, she's going into the library. Nobody looks at her or says hello or even gives her a smile. It's like she doesn't even exist. Was she always like this? Well, she always was a little shy, but for a while there, she was really starting to come out of her shell. Remember when she threw that party? Oh, right. I think you might have been busy that day. And here we get our flashback to the very first episode of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. And we see Twilight walking down a lane and we've got... The three ponies, like, walking up to her. Well, she's, like, running. Yeah, she's running, and they, like, kind of run into her, and they're, like... And they've got presents. I didn't go back and watch the first episode. Is this the same animation? Is it? Did they just reuse the same animation here? I think so. That's so awesome. Like, I... Yeah, it's those three ponies. They had the presents. They were asking her to go to this thing, and she just says no. And runs off terrified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I meant to go back and rewatch it, like, to see, is this the exact same thing? But I'm 
fairly certain it is. Even the even if it's not, the callback's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. There you are, Twilight Mooncaster is having a little get together in the West Castle courtyard. You want to come? Oh, sorry, girls. I've got a lot of studying to catch up on. So, she's got to get to Ponyville. Yeah, she's got an assignment from Princess Celestia. So we cut back to present day, and Twilight is shocked. Her it, eyes are like zooming in and out in the purple with this, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> Thought she might finally be letting her guard down a little with that party. We invited her out a few times after that, but she was always too busy studying. So eventually we just stopped asking. Mm, yeah, if you say no all the time, people stop bothering. It does happen. I'm not saying it's necessarily right, but it does happen. Yeah. And then Twilight has her mission. I had no idea that party was so important to her. I've got to find a way to make it up to her. Uh-huh. Because so, that's going to work. Now, I have to ask because, it's again, it's been a while since I watched the episode. Could she have made it to that party or was she too entrenched in her quest at that point to actually go? She could have decided to go. She hadn't yet gone to Ponyville yet. Right. So she wasn't like in her mission. Okay. So, yeah, Celestia she- wouldn't have cared if she went to a friend's party before she went to Ponyville. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you want to go experience friendship before you go learn about friendship? <laughs> hmm. Somehow, I think Celestia would have understood that argument. Right. And also, it's not like she had enough close friendships to actually say goodbye to any of these ponies. Yeah. So we go inside the library and we have all these ponies studying and Twilight starts being super obnoxious. She walks by Moondancer. Oh my gosh! Moondancer, is that... Shh! Moondancer, can I talk to you for a minute? Shh, what is this? And now we see that... Twilight has put a bubble of silence around them. I haven't seen you well, and I thought it would be nice to catch up. <laughs> this is very stalkery. This is such a good bit. Mm-hmm. I wrote in my notes, yes. just stop being such a tryhard. Yeah. Moondancer goes to books, and Twilight's behind the books. And then the worst one, the worst one, Moondancer opens her book, and Twilight has animated herself into the book as a pony and as an illustration I'm sorry I skipped your party. Ah! <laughs> All the ponies Shh. yelled at her to be quiet. <laughs> Why won't you leave me alone? I'm trying to study. You've got the wrong pony. I don't have parties. You did once, and I was so caught up in my own study that I didn't take your feelings into account. Look, Twilight, Twinkle. Sparkle. Whatever. I just need to be alone so I can study without some crazy pony trying to make friends, all right? Fine. Now, do you think she messed up her name there on purpose? No, I think she really, I mean, like Twilight, she couldn't remember any of these ponies' names. I think it's just not something that was on her radar. Hmm. You know, if you don't use information, you purge it from your brain. I don't know, because she's, that was a life-changing event for her, and it really shut Hmm. her down. I would think maybe she's thought about this a lot, and so she's using this as a jab. Maybe. That's a good point. It could have also just been a legitimate, I'm so angry, I've flubbed your name. True. (laughs) I mean, Twilight Twinkle's a pretty good pun on it. (laughs) Yeah, Twilight Twinkie's pretty good. So now we cut to them, they're walking outside, because now Twilight, you know, has got her uh, a hook in. I've been studying a new studying technique, because of course she is. I can only do it for a few minutes, but you'd be amazed how much you can pick up on when you're actually in a book. It's one of Haycart's methods. You know Haycart's? Oh my god, that pun is so good. Haycart's. It is spelled like Descartes, 
but with hey. Yes. H-A-Y-S-C-A-R-T-E-S. I mean, you guys know I do a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. This sounds like a magic method or something that you would hear in something like that. Anytime they can do a horse pun, they go for it, and it always makes me smile. Oh, that one's good. I have a copy of his Treatise on Ponies, you know. (gasps) Okay, so, like, okay, she's found her in. It's the studying, it's the book, so that she takes her to her old house. What is this place? This is where I used to live. You mean I never had you over? Really, Twilight? Like, you would know if you had people (laughs) over to your house. You had no one over. Yeah, literally zero. It's almost like Twilight's discovering her past at the same time we are. Yes, just a little bit. (laughs) Wow, a first edition of Principles of Magic. Hey, didn't I give this to you? And she nervously looks like Spike. Maybe? I did. Look, I even wrote something. To my friend, Twilight Sparkle, thanks for introducing me to the classics. See by the fact that you left it here that it meant a lot to you. Look, I didn't bring you over here for even more poignant reminders of what a bad friend I was. I brought you here to give you this. And she pulls out a key with her magic. You can come over here whenever you want to study to your heart's content. Really? But first you gotta do something for me. What? You have to have dinner with our old friends. I I can't. I'm reorganizing my biology scrolls. I've been spending a lot of time with Minuet, Twinkle Shine, and Lemonheart since I came back. They really miss you. Look, I already told you, the last thing I need is a bunch of ridiculous friend-making keeping me from studying. Moondancer, wait. A wise pony once taught me that there's more to life than dusty old books. I tried friendship, and it's just not for me. Now, if you'll excuse me... What if I taught you the hay carts method? And that makes her stop at the door. Oh, so low. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I understand she's desperate. She's going to get her whatever way she can. So we cut to dinner, and they're all eating a lovely plate of carrots. <laughs> Very fine dining. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So uh, what are you studying these days? Science, magic, history, economics, pottery, things like that. Yowza! <laughs> you planning on being a professor or something? No. So you're just studying. Can I go now? Moondancer, please. It's all right, Twilight. We're we're having a good time, right, every pony? And they all just kind of shrug because they're like, oh, uh-huh, yeah. no, this is the most awkward dinner ever. <laughs> yeah, what is the studying for? Like, what is her goal in all the studying? These are to fair av- questions. To avoid every pony. <laughs> I mean, I love books. Books are really good friends, but... I mean, you gotta, like, at least come up with a better line for the the people. I think I'd like it better if they said she was reading all the time instead of just studying. Yeah. So, uh, Spike, tell Moondancer that story about how Twilight had to read a book about doing a sleepover. And Spike inhales to tell the story. Slumber 101, I've read that. Oh, really? (laughs) Did you know Lemonheart here works at the Canterlot Palace? Uh, yeah, it's true. I do the big events mostly. State dinners. That sort of thing. (laughs) Ugh. And Moondancer just starts to run away. And Twilight goes after her. Moondancer, you've got to give friendship a chance. I gave friendship a chance a long time ago. It didn't work out then. It isn't going to work out now. And so, like, Moondancer uses her magic to get Twilight out of her way and just takes off. <laughs> oh, so good. I love it. Because that's that's a Twilight sparkle move. 
She's constantly using her magic to get Spike out of the way, to get her friends out of the way. And I love that now another pony has done it to her. Mm-hmm. Did we already miss the part where Moonchetta uses her magic powers to push her glasses up on her nose? Oh, I've, I must have missed that part. I don't remember that happening. Yeah, I, I noticed all these small mundane things that they were doing with their powers. And she uses it just to really like push the glasses up on her nose a little bit in one of the scenes. I mean, they're uh, unicorns. It's so much easier than having to use your hooves. Yeah, they don't have to. Why would you? Especially when they're super skilled at magic. Have we mentioned Moondancer's outfit as well? With this ratty black cardigan? No, she's got glasses with tape on the bridge. Scruffy hair. hair. Is all yeah. sorts of messed up. She's very much the unkempt, disheveled professor vibe. Twilight, are you all right? No. I'm not. So, like, Where? Twilight's walking away with her head, like, basically dragging on the floor. Where are you going? I don't know, Spike. I really messed this one up. That party was everything to her. I can only imagine what it must have felt like when I didn't show up. And then she imagines what happened. So, like, yeah, it's our, it's our pretend flashback. Is it pretend or does she using her magic powers to actually look back in the past and see it? I no. think this is her idea of what happened. Yeah, and it's probably close enough, mm -hmm. but unless we're having an actual flashback, I don't think this is real. I don't mm -hmm. think she's got that kind of power. Okay. Yeah, and th this flashback is really just like, Moon Dancer's all excited for her party, and she asks if Twilight's coming, and they're like, no, and she's like, okay. But we can still have, like, everyone else is still super excited, and Moon Dancer's just super upset about it. And just walks away. Mm -hmm. So Twilight's like... If there was only a way to undo the damage, I know what we need to do, and I know who can help me. Well, we all know who that's going to be. Oh, yes. We're talking, about, we're talking about a party. It's it's the only party we know. So uh, The next morning. The next morning, Minuet has come to Twilight's house, knocks on the door. Nobody comes. Huh. Guess they must have gone back to Ponyville. Cut to Twilight flying in with Pinkie Pie on her back. Huh? Whoa! Crash into Minuet. <laughs> that was awesome! We gotta go flying more often, Twilight! And then Pinkie Pie helicopters her We're tail down to the ground. Safely. No, no, no. She flies. Oh, she was still flying? She flies off. I saw her going down. With her tail. Well, her Pinkie Pie can fly. That's because she's a Time Lord and her tail and her front curl are appendages. <laughs> that, that's just a fact now. Wow. Yeah. There you are. I thought you threw in the old towel and headed home. I did head home, but not to throw in the towel. I went to get my secret weapon. Minuet, meet- Hey, Pinkie Pie. Hi, Minuet. Twilight, you didn't say Minuet would be here? You two know each other? Oh, my God. <laughs> they have lives outside of you, Twilight Sparkle. Well, when Pinkie Pie explains it, it's even worse. Oh, sure. She was one of Cadence's bridesmaids. We hang out all the time when she's in Ponyville. Didn't you know that? And you call yourself the princess of friendship. Twilight briefed me on the way here. We'll need 15 bags of confetti and as many hooves as we can get. And Pinkie Pie and Minuet are like staring into the distance. Like, with they, the know, they know what's up. Like, we're going to do this. Let's go. We can pass by the donut place on the way. And Pinkie Pie just does a big squeaky grin. <laughs> and, you know, she, she bounces. She bounces away. They show here that she's actually still not really the greatest friend. Even with all she's learned, she's still pretty self-centered. 
like there's a whole like these ponies have whole lives that intertwine outside of what you are aware of. Well, yes. the, the the slack I would cut her on that is that, okay, she has had these very intense friendships with mm-hmm. the main six. Yeah. And a few people outside of the main six. Mm-hmm. And she never had anything close to that beforehand. Like, it, her self-centeredness is evident, but there is an element of she didn't know who these ponies were. Mm-hmm. And it was easy enough to forget that she had this whole past life with them, especially when she's gone through some really intense stuff with these ponies in Ponyville. Yeah. And so there's that dynamic playing there. I don't want to just completely rag on Twilight for that part of it. Because she's so unaware, they're bringing in the fact that, look, Pinkie Pie even knows who Minuet is, but you've forgotten because for you, it was never that close. Mm -hmm. Right. So they take off. They've got their mission. And what are we going to do? Just come with me. And we cut to the library and Moondancer's coming out. And she sees a book on the ground. Oh, God. Ooh, a brief history of the wagon harness. Huh? And then she looks and she sees another book. The Life and Times of Marari the Mainless? And she keeps looking ahead and there's a trail of books. (laughs) And so now she's grabbing every book. But progressively as she goes along, she's like, this is ridiculous. But, but like she's she's using her unicorn magic and she's got two giant stacks on either side of her as she leads into. What is this? It's a party for you. Surprise! And Pinkie Pie jumps out of a cake. Come <laughs> on in. Thanks, but no thanks. I don't do parties. And Twilight zaps right in front of her so she can't leave. I know. And I think it's my fault. Back when we were in school together, you invited me to a party, and I was so focused on my studies that I didn't show up. Big deal. It was a big deal, and now I realize how important friendship is. I'd like to make up for my mistake with a new party, a party in honor of my friend Moondancer. Please, you've got to let me make this up to you. And you think this is going to do it, huh? Uh, yes. Well, sure. Why wouldn't it? And so now she's gone over to the pinata, and she's... Hitting it <laughs> and pointing the bat back at Twilight. Like this is she's getting out some aggression. This is good. This is healthy. This is important. That was only the first time I put myself out there, and then you didn't even bother to show up. Then you left town without saying goodbye, even though we were supposed to be best friends. I was humiliated. I felt like I wasn't important. I never wanted to let myself be hurt like that again. Those three finally convinced me that I had value, that other ponies might like me and want to be my friend, and you didn't show up. And she starts crying. (laughs) And we see Pinky whisper to Spike, and Spike leaves. You're right. This party can't make up for the way I hurt you, but please don't make my mistake be the reason you can't be friends with any pony else. We were your friends then, and we'd be honored to be your friends now. Uh So then we see Spike come up and he's got three ponies with him, two of which are random ponies of the week. What? That's the librarian, the bookseller, my sister. And so two of these ponies, we've got one with the beehive on her flank. That is going to be lemon honey. And then we've got the one with the, it's a coffee cup, morning roast. I believe that's the one that's her sister is morning roast because she's got the stripy hair like. Morning roast. I know. It's pretty good. We love the coffee ones. <laughs> oh, boy. You've got a lot of friends, Moondancer. I'm sorry, Moondancer. I've faced magical creatures, the end of Equestria, all sorts of things. 
But seeing how my actions affected you, that was one of the worst feelings I've ever had. Thank you, Twilight. I never realized how much I needed to hear that. How about the shady humble brag here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I've been through a lot of stuff that's super important to my development as a person. Okay, but, but hold this on. this affects me too. No, but hold on. That's not what, how she's saying I it know, in any way. It's I not know. a humble brag. It is a, I've gone through all of this, but, but this the worst hurt. thing I've ever seen was this mm-hmm. and what I did to somebody I cared about. Yeah, yeah. I do like the genuineness mm-hmm. there. She gets it and she sees that this is this is more hurtful and painful than any of the stu- any yeah. of the bad guys she's ever faced in Ponyville. Mm-hmm. Because she's supposed to be the pony of friendship and she values friendship so much. She cannot imagine a time where she wouldn't have and that she would have hurt someone like this. So no no it is completely genuine and I love it and it just again it shows so much growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also I like that Moon Dancer says that she needed to hear that. That is also really important. Apologizing is important, people. Yes. Every pony apologize. But it's only important when you really mean it and you realize what you're apologizing for. That is true. No, don't <laughs> like fake apologize. We want we want genuine apologies. So Moon Dancer wipes her eyes. Now come on, every pony, let's party, right? Right. <laughs> like, she's so not good at partying. She's like, did I do it right? <laughs> so that's what happens now. It's like everybody's hugging. Everyone's having so much fun. They're playing games. They're talking. They're chatting. And they go from like one activity to another one. I think it's time for us to go, Moon Dancer. Thank you for helping me make some new friends, even if they are my old friends. Oh, well, we'll come back soon and visit. That would be great. You've still got to teach me that hey car technique. Deal. Um, Moon Dancer. It got kind of banged up, but here's a little something I wanted to give you back at your first party. And so it's a picture of the ponies eating at the donut place, like back when they were younger. And it's super sweet. And then we see that picture hung up on Moondancer's wall as her and the friends have helmets on and pads. And it looks like they're going to play some ball this has got to be buckball like but yeah i don't i don't know but like we see them go outside and playing so that once they've left that they continued being friends oh no hoofball they're playing hoofball (laughs) of note in the picture she uh twilight sparkle is reading a book while they're taking the picture (laughs) yeah she's fully (laughs) engrossed in the book Uh uh-huh i love it Yay, they fixed a friendship problem. The end. The end. And not one that the cutie map assigned either. No, it's not a cutie map one. Oh, this was this was one of Twilight's own making. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've been through the episode. There's only one thing left to do. Thomas, I need your rando pony selection. My rando pony selection has to be honey lemon. I mean lemon honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely she is adorable she's got that really awesome hair and a super cute cutie mark did you guys uh, maybe i'm i'm being too obvious here but she is honey lemon is the character in big hero six mm-hmm. that has this exact same hair and yes <laughs> same same color scheme yes yes so she awesome. is she is adorable i like that character in that show and i like the the rando pony so that's definitely my my rando pony of the week yeah well Thomas, thank you so much for being here and talking ponies with us. This was so much fun. This has been outstanding. Thank you so much for having me. 
if people wanted more of you and your awesomeness, how could they find you? Well, if you're on Instagram or Twitter, you can look at the Wookiee Lives. Make sure you spell Wookiee right. And if you want to see pictures of the daughter we mentioned before, I put all kinds of pictures of her up on my Instagram. And if you're interested in checking out my shows, Never Any Minute, you can follow on Twitter at NevEndMen. And if you're interested in Dungeons and Dragons at all, you can listen to the Crit Storm cast. All right. Until next time. Bye, every pony. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.